Well, good morning. My name is Lee Hedrick. For those who don't know who I am, I'm the Minister of Missions and Senior Adults here at Ridge Fork, and I am very excited to be here to share with you uh, this morning um, on several different things. Uh, First of all, I want to begin with a question that I kind of want you to carry through as we go through today, and we're hopefully going to answer this as we get a little bit later, but the question is, do missions matter? Do they matter? And we're going to talk about that this morning and look at that and see what Scripture says about that. But several things. It's going to be a little bit different today. First of all, we're going to take an opportunity to look in Scripture at what the Bible says about missions, to define missions. Secondly, I want to take an opportunity to educate you and to celebrate with you as a church and as a congregation of how God is working through Rich Fork um, in, in, do, in carrying out the Great Commission. Um, It's just some some exciting stories I want to share with you this morning about how he's working there. Thirdly, I also want to share with you about how you can be involved right here within Rich Fork in sharing the Great Commission and reaching the lost and sharing the love of Christ. And we have some papers in your seats you see there probably when you came in that will actually give you some opportunities to, to be a part of sharing the Great Commission right here in Rich Fork this summer. And then lastly, we have a time um, of prayer today that um, I just felt led to, to ask. We have about six different teams traveling to various parts of the world, um, the U.S., across the world, and uh, just over the next three, probably three or four months. Uh, so we're going to ask them at the very end today to come and just kind of stand here at the front. And as a congregation, I just want to bathe them in prayer. Um, and so we're going to have an opportunity to, to kind of send them um, at the end of service today. So a lot to cover in the next 30 minutes or so, and so uh, we're just going to go ahead and dig right in this morning. But first of all, nothing reveals the love of Christ and the power that Christ has, more so than the work of missions right here at home and abroad. It's all about His love, and we're going to look at that love here in just a minute. Missions is simply... My definition of missions is simply sharing the love of Christ with anyone, anywhere. Very simple. Missions is all about sharing the love of Christ. And missions is embodied in the command of Christ. We're going to look at several scripture verses this morning. There's a lot in the Bible where Jesus himself is speaking, where Jesus himself is commanding us to go and make disciples. We're going to look at a few this morning. Mark chapter 16, verse 15. Jesus said to his disciples, Go into all the world and proclaim the gospel to the whole creation. Those first five words. Jesus said to his disciples to go. Go into all the world and proclaim the gospel to the whole creation. See, as Christians, we're authorized to participate in missions based on one thing. And that one thing I want to look at here this morning is the love that Christ has for us. That He has saved us as Christians and been imparted to us as Christians. That love is a love that we cannot even fathom. We cannot even begin to describe the love that Christ has for us. You know, you look back for some of you older folks in here and young adults, when you met that special someone, and for you young people who hadn't quite got there, you'll, you will. You meet that special someone and you're just in love. You love them, they love you. That's not even close to the love 
that Christ has for us. As we look in Romans chapter 5, verse 8, But God shows His love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. That's, that's love. That for my sins, for your sins, for the sins of the world, that Christ was willing to place His body upon a cross and die a very painful and suffering death for the sins of me, for the sins of you, and for the sins of the world. That's love. And that's the love that needs to be shared. That's what missions enables us to do, to share that love with others. We get a very clear command for some of you that's been in church for some time. It's a very familiar verse, the Great Commission in the book of Matthew, chapter 28, verses 18 through 20. And Jesus came to them and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go, there's that word again, Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all I have commanded you. And as I said, for those in church, you've probably heard this over and over. But really, truly look at it. Read it. Think about it. This is a command clearly from Jesus to His disciples. And that's what we are. We are His disciples. Just like Michael shared last week. We are disciples that make disciples. And those disciples in turn make disciples and so on and so forth. That's how we reach the lost. That's how the lost is going to be reached. That disciples make disciples. We are to be the hands and feet of Jesus Himself here on earth. It's our job as Christians to share the gospel because if we don't, who will? I mean, a legitimate question. If we don't, who will? We were talking in our team devotion time a couple weeks ago. We had a group down in Red Springs, North Carolina, serving in that community. And we were sitting around one night having our devotion time and uh, we're talking about the lost and sharing uh, the love of Christ. And there were a few people on our team that night that said they truly feel like that there are many people just waiting to hear the good news of Jesus. And they're just waiting for someone to come share with them. You know, a lot of times we get all caught up and kind of, ah, that's just not me. I'm not comfortable doing that. I'm not going to go knock on that person's door. I'm not going to go talk to them in the break room about Jesus. You know, it's it's... It can be a very um, intimidating um, conversation at times, but we truly feel that there are people just waiting for someone to take that opportunity to share with them. Think about it this way. A few weeks ago in Greensboro, a tornado hit the area and did all kinds of damage. We had quite a few folks from here go and help serve and um, clean up and, and help homeowners and share the love of Christ just 30 minutes away. But we found out also through North Carolina Baptist on mission and their disaster relief um, ministry that um, not only Christians are now going out to help meet needs when a disaster hits, but there are also teachers of false doctrine and cults that are also now using that as leverage to get in to help people and to share with them what they believe. And it's quite sad that the world is coming to that today. So they made the plea and the point of it makes it even more important, important for us as Christians 
to rise to the occasion to help meet a need, to help get to those people first, to share with them the real truth of God's Word and the love of Christ. But they said that that is so happening so often now today that folks are using that as a kind of a leaping board to do that. But you know, it don't have to be just a disaster. It can be in your workplace. It can be in your college. It can be in your school. There are people trying to reach the lost in all sorts of ways other than the truth. The truth of God's Word. The love that Christ shared when He laid down His life for us. It's almost like it's a race. And I just hope that we as Christians get there first. So back to the question, do missions matter? You bet they do. See, missions is really not about starting churches, although we as Rich Fork and other churches have been a part of that. Don't hear me saying that's a bad thing. That's great, okay? But missions really is not about just starting churches or mailing checks to support um, folks or agencies or organizations. Missions really is not even a program. The key thing this morning I want you to hear is missions is the very purpose of the church. Missions is the overall purpose of the church. It's about sharing the love of Christ and reaching the lost. Shaping our community by sharing the grace of Jesus Christ. Missions is the very purpose of the church. In fact, if missions is the purpose of the church, and you and I as Christians are the church then it stands to to reason that missions is the very purpose for my existence and your existence. And if you and I are serious about why we are here, why are we here? Or if you're tired of just doing church and saying, okay, got my check mark, I'm here today. And you truly want to live your life for something that really matters, then missions matter. If you're a disciple ready to make disciples, then missions matter. If you care about the glory of God, the eternal destiny of the people you may know, or maybe even the people you've never met in your life, and you care about being obedient to the call that Christ has placed upon your life, then missions matter. You see, it takes all of us working together, not just one or two. After all, it is the purpose of the church that we all work together, pull together. I love the game of baseball. Played it since I was in T-ball through high school and college and still today try to coach some and be a part of it. But anytime I can use baseball as an illustration, I like doing it. But so think of it this way. Today we're going to play a baseball game. Our pitcher showed up. Our catcher showed up. They're dressed out. They're pumped up. They're ready to play. However, our center fielder didn't show up. Not only that, our third baseman, he wasn't able to come today. The shortstop came, but doggone it, left his glove at home. First baseman, he was out of town, but sent his regrets. Hey, I'm there with you in spirit. Sorry I couldn't be at the game today. So here we have, this is what we got to work with. Nothing else to do. The pitcher steps out onto the mound and Of course, he's got a heavy heart with missing his team, and there's really nothing else to do. Gets up there, he goes through his wind-up, delivers to the plate, and hopes for the best. Well, you can imagine what happens. It wasn't a pretty game. 
And you know, just like a team, the church can't survive. The church can't share the gospel and reach the lost without everyone pulling their weight and everyone playing a position. It's so important to pull together and play your position. The pitcher, the pastor, it's important. But if everyone don't show up game ready, the game will be lost. Same goes for us as Christians and the church. A game can't be won with players who don't play. And the lost in the world can't be won without us as Christians showing up on game day, dressing out, being fully equipped, fully prepared to face battle and go at it. And I share that to say, you know, we, it's unique the way God has created us and, and designed us, that we all have different abilities and different talents and things that we are special at doing or can be a part of. And God can use each and every one of us in different ways. A great example I shared a couple weeks ago, we were down in Red Springs, North Carolina. For those of you who don't know, that's about two hours east of here in the middle of nowhere. I think there's three stoplights in the town. But it's one of the poorest counties in the state. And we were working through the North Carolina Baptist Mission Camp there. And our job at hand that day was an 82-year-old lady. Her floor looked like this. It was rotted out. Floor joists were falling down. Um, you could barely walk through the house. She had, you name it, she had it. I mean, it was just kind of scattered all throughout the house. Very sad situation. So our job at hand was to go in and tear out the floor joists, put in new floor joists, new subfloor, lay linoleum down. It was in her little washroom leading into her bathroom. I mean, literally her, her bathtub was about to fall through the floor. <clears throat> so we had folks tearing out the floor, replacing the floor, working hard on it. But the most important thing about this lady was she not only needed a floor, but she was lonely. She was hurting. And when I say lonely, those have been to the eastern part of the state, down those little backcountry roads off of Highway 211. You know what I'm talking about. You're out there. There's nobody. But she was lonely. She was hurting. And I say she had no family because here's her story. In 2007, her firstborn son died in a car wreck. The very next year, 2008, she lost a grandson at the age of 19. To make matters even worse, in 2009, the very next year, she also lost a 19-year-old granddaughter in a car accident. The very next year, 2010, she lost her husband of 55 years. So in a matter of from 2007 to 2010, she had lost everything. 82 years old. The father of the two grandchildren that passed away, the father of those two became angry with God, turned his back on God, and actually packed up and left the state and moved away and left this 82-year-old lady alone in the middle of nowhere. But the good news is Miss Lillian, she did not get angry and turn her back on God. Instead, she turned to faith. And as we worked on our home, one of the ladies from our team here at Ridge Fork, she just sat for six hours one day and let this elderly lady just pour tears, her hurt, her loneliness, 
Just pour it out for six straight hours. That was our team members' ministry for that day, was for six hours to sit there and be a listener. It was a ministry of presence is what it was. And it didn't take anyone special to sit there and do that. It wasn't, you had to know how to run a skill saw or a drill or climb a ladder, do this, whatever. It was just a matter of just sitting there and your ministry of presence and listening and letting this lady pour her hurt, her loneliness out. About a week after we returned home, I received a card here at the church. It says, Dear Rich Fork, I told all of you thank you for rebuilding my bathroom, but that seems so inadequate when I look at my room and see how hard all of you work to repair a stranger's home. I didn't know any of you when you come, but when you left, I had new friends who mean a lot to me. You all were a real blessing to me, and I thank God for sending you. You will always be in my prayers every day from now on, and I ask God to bless each of you and everything you do. That's missions. That's why missions matter. That you can just sit there and use the... Just be used by God. Allow Him to use you how He wants to use you. And it may just be sitting there listening. It may be climbing on top of a roof. Who knows? But allow God to use you. There should be no excuses across this room this morning. Well, I just can't. I can't do that. Yes, you can. What position are you going to play? One more quick story from Red Springs. A lady two years ago, same issue. Her floor was falling through. We had a group team go and lay laminate floor in her hallway and into her living room. Very sweet lady. Once again, all alone, elderly. Well, a couple of our team members have stayed in touch with her and through phone calls and sending cards and that sort of thing. And so when we were back there um, after two years, uh, this was two years ago, we were back there a couple weeks ago, we decided, hey, let's call up Miss Myrtle. Let's see if she's at home. We'll go by and see her. So a few of us went out to see her. She greeted us with tears in her eyes and hugging and just super excited we took the time out of our schedule to come back two hours away and say hello. And of course, it turned into about a two-hour visit because we had to sit on the front porch in the rocking chairs and look out across the cornfield in front. And, but you know, that was special. And she said to us as we were leaving, she said, there's not a morning I get out of bed and walk down this hallway on this new laminate floor And she said, I honestly can say this. Every morning I thank God for sending some new friends and you guys here to put down a new floor in my house. And she said, I thank Him for that every single morning. That's missions. It's about relationships and sharing the love of Christ. Regardless of our abilities, we can be used by God. And I don't share any of these stories to to give Rich Fork any glory. Not at all. But it's to give God glory and see how God has equipped all of us to share His love. And I know I don't quite often have an opportunity to to stand up here on a Sunday morning and speak um, to you guys and ladies, but as your missions pastor, I just want to take an opportunity this morning to say thank you. Thank you for your generous giving and what you give on Sunday mornings. Because I don't know how many of you realize it, but 
15% of our church budget goes toward missions and sharing the gospel. And through that, that makes stories like this possible. And so as your missions pastor, thank you. Thank you for being generous. Thank you to the many of you out here today that volunteer at various agencies and ministries here in Davidson County and helping share the good news of Jesus through those agencies. I know a lot of you do that, and there's some of you may do it that I really don't even know you do it. But I know we have quite a few, and thank you. Thank you for doing that. Thank you for stepping outside of the walls of Rich Fork. And also, just because of your generous giving, once again, there's about 13, 14 agencies here in Davidson County that through your giving, we help support those. It's about 20, a little over $25,000 a year that's spread out among all of those different agencies that you as a congregation help and be a part of it. To many of you, I want to thank you for praying, praying for our teams as they go, for giving to help others on our team to go. Some of these up here uh, later today, they're able to go because many of you maybe gave to help them go. And I share all this to say that, you know, this kind of goes back to what I was talking about earlier. It's all about pulling everything together and pulling together as one, as a team, and working together to share the good news of Christ from Thomasville to the ends of the earth. That's what we're commanded to do in Scripture. It is the purpose of our church. Now today, there are several opportunities where, where you can be the hands and feet of Christ, as I shared earlier, right here at Ridge Fork. In your seats, you'll find some papers. Just over the summer with VBS, Summer with the Arts, our wheelchair ramp ministry here at Richport, where we go out and build wheelchair ramps for those in the community in need. To We have a disaster relief team that is beginning to kind of form and more people are becoming involved in that. But throughout all of these different areas, whether it's loving on children at VBS or somewhere with the arts and sharing the love of Christ, to going out and building a ramp or going to help in a disaster, whatever it may be, remember, regardless of your abilities, God can still use you just like she did with that team member that was in Red Springs, that she could just sit there and listen. We can all be used. So, as we move forward, there's a place for you to put your name and contact information and different areas of, um, within these. For example, with Summer with the Arts, there may be several areas under that, or VBS, several areas Whatever it feels like, that you, hey, I can do that. Hey, I can play that position. Put me in, coach. I'm ready to play. Then put it down. Drop that in the offering plate a little bit later, or there will be a table in the lobby you can drop it in. Or if you need to take it home and think about it, pray about it, you can still do that and get it back to us. But we need you. We need you to be a part of the team. We need you to field your position. Dress out, show up, ready to play. Because there's a job to do. A job to reach the lost. And not only in our community, but in our state, in our nation, and across the world. And we can all help and be a part of that. Also today, as I share, we have several teams that will be traveling in various places. And the end of the service today will be a little bit different. This is going to be kind of our invitation time. I want to take this time to bathe these team members in prayer. 
I mean, all of these have been obedient to, just like in Isaiah, and say, here I am, God, send me. And that's what each of these folks you're going to see here today has, has committed to do. We had several in our first service, second service, some today, so we may not have everybody up here. We've all been scattered about, but we're going to have a group of people. They're going to be up here. And I'm going to ask you just simply get out of your seat. Come find somebody. You may not know. I don't know them. I'm not going to go pray with them. Guess what? If you don't know them, that's even better. Find somebody. Let them see that we can pull together. We can support each other in the Great Commission. What we've got is we've got a team that's headed to Alaska to build an educational wing on a growing church building in Wasilla. A group headed to Brazil to lead VBS for children and teenagers. A group headed to Long Island to conduct an evangelistic baseball camp. Whether you know it or not, Long Island is 2.75% Christian. That's it. Belarus to conduct a VBS for special needs children. Guinea-Bissau, West Africa to continue working with our unreached people group and evangelizing and discipling this people group. We have a few people headed to Guatemala to do a biblically-based art camp at an orphanage for children there in Guatemala. So all of those teams will be represented here this morning. When you come up to pray for them, I just ask that you pray, pray for them, pray for their trip, pray for their health, pray for their safety, pray for their team members that are still, still staying back at home. But most of all, pray that they would be the hands and feet in Jesus, of, of Jesus and that they would be the vessels um, of Christ wherever it is that they're going.